When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting and loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. From the fifth quarter studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. So happy you decided to join us. Before we jump in today, I'd like, first of all, if you're liking these podcasts, if you like this one or the five minute basketball coaching podcast or high school hoops or the funnel down defense podcast, if you like any of those, Go over and check them out. Leave a five-star review. Um, we love sending them out to the world. It's one of the one of my passions in the world is kind of share this game. Um, but before we jump in, I'd like to give a big shout-out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. It's easy to set up. It's got great customer service, and they are always on the cutting edge of giving players and coaches what they need. And that's why I love them. They not only give stuff away, if you go over and look at – Dr. Dish is always giving stuff away and sharing the, with the community. Um, and that's why I want to share them with you. Mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $400 off. That's right, $400 off. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's a one-stop shop for basketball coaches. 14-day free trial. No one else does that. No one else gets the cell phone number and, and the email for the runner. No one else is being run by a high school coach for a high school coach. This is what what I do. This is what I do. I'm not running this other thing. I'm not a businessman. I'm a high school basketball coach trying to help you become a better basketball coach. And to be honest with you, I've done I've done pretty well in my career, and I'd like to share that with other coaches. So go over and check it out, and let's head off to the podcast. How are you doing? I'm excellent. I really appreciate your time. Yep. Well, my wife and I were just talking about your uh, your business model. What a what an amazing idea that you came up with. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the funny part is I initially started. So my brother's like the business guy in the family. I'm the coach. I'm not. Even, uh-huh. I'm not even the techie guy. But anyway, I was. Um, my kids were young, and it's like I was trying to make some extra bucks. So I started something called Coach Market, which was like coaches and players like tutoring each other. Like the coaches help the players get better. Kind of oh, like that's a cool. tutoring thing. Yeah. But uh, it was hard to figure out, do you go find the coaches or you find the players first, which comes yeah, first, yeah, yeah. chicken right. and the egg? So we tried <laughs> that. It 
if it didn't work. And okay. then after about a year and a half, he goes, well, you've got all this information in your head. That's what you should share. And then, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, that, seriously, that's a great idea. And it was initially DVDs. I was selling DVDs. And then he goes, then he's the smart one. He goes, no, you should do a subscription. Yeah. And then every month, people, you can help people every month. And then they can stay and they'll leave and they'll come and they, and they do, exactly. they leave and they come and then whatever exactly. happens. Exactly. Yeah, yes. Um, yeah, I have a friend who's uh, an entrepreneur. And yeah, every business he started, it's always, you know, the, the best way to make money is when you're passively letting people just, you know, take content. Right. Whenever and, they want. And, and they pay for it. And you don't have, of course, you're doing this, which, right. um, you know, this is probably a lot of work for you. But yeah, uh, this is, this is, this, during the season, it's hard. When I retire, it won't be as hard. But during the season, it's hard. I yeah, yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty yeah. tight schedule. But uh, yeah. it's the best part of the whole thing is this is what I like because this is, you know, I got post-its everywhere. I'm trying because you'll we'll talk and I'll think, oh, I'll think about my team. And, oh, um, cool. It's the part I like the best, actually. Oh, that's great. Um, great. Well, so, yeah, so we have 15 minutes and, and I yep. came in a little late. So, no, maybe no, no. I go should... ahead. Don't, I don't even have one to 1130. So, you're good. My 1115 canceled. So, you're good. Yeah, 23 minutes. So, there you go. Bonus. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah. So, yeah, my name's Steve Rodriguez. I, um, I am not a professional coach at all. Um, I've been coaching my kids. I have five kids and I've been okay. coaching them, my three oldest, uh, for years, probably, okay. you know, I don't know, 15 years, maybe. I tell uh, people uh, when you go from the second kid to the third kid, you go from man to man to zone defense. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> I, but I, so my yeah, wife I, talked about three and I go, I don't really love zone. It's like, yeah. Two. So you man have, man. you have two kids, two kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we have five, so. <laughs> But, um, yeah, uh, my, I, I coached mostly, uh, elementary, like when they were, you know, fifth grade and younger and I actually got pretty good. I, I'm an engineer. I think I know you, you're a mathematician. So, um, you know, I, our minds are probably a lot alike. I, I like to just study and come up with, uh, you know, new ways to do things. I got pretty good with the younger age kids. So, the, the reason I'm in your program now is because um, my middle boy is playing on an eighth grade team. And uh, I, I coached him when he was in sixth grade, this same team. And we did pretty good. We actually won the, our divisions championship. Uh, this is a parochial school. So we, we play against other private schools in Albuquerque. I'm in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And uh, there's probably about 20, teams and then they divide into divisions so when i coached him in sixth grade we were in the second from the top division we won the championship yeah so then well then in seventh grade um i wanted to coach but the athletic director put uh the the flag football coach in and me as as the assistant and uh that that coach was in my opinion and a lot of the parents he was okay and uh, he didn't you know the, the team kind of stagnated and uh we lost in the first or i think the second round of the of the tournament so now is the eighth grade and a lot of the parents um uh, advocated for me to be the coach and so uh i got the job and if i feel you know i felt a lot of pressure because it's like oh all these parents want me to be the coach and um and so that's when i started listening to your podcast like i just threw through a search i i I got caught your podcast and, and I'm like, Hey, this is some good stuff. And this eighth grade, I've never coached 
at this level and it's, it's right. a different it's a it's different, like high school it's basically high school it's like the triple a for high school yeah it's it's a good way to put it yeah, now it's, now it's my close. team my team though so there's 20 there's 21 teams eighth grade teams in the parochial league and um he was going to divide it into four divisions and we did a lot of pool play um but then it was it was not done well enough where he could determine what the divisions were so he has two divisions now and we're in the upper division and so we're playing against 10 other teams and so what i'm struggling with what i wanted to talk to you about is um my team is probably the fourth best but the the difference is pretty significant so i've got you know my son plays club basketball but besides him, nobody else plays a lot of basketball. And I've got four other players who are very good athletes. And if I had him and those four others and we played the other teams, we would be competitive. But in this league, we're required to play everybody equally until the tournament. And so what I've been experiencing, we're, we're seven and four right now. We made it to the championship of the holiday tournament and we lost, but we were very competitive. But I've the, the our four losses have been three of those have been against teams that have like you know a lot of club players and my team essentially just gives up. So what happened? What happens? Why do you turn the ball over? Do you miss yeah, so shots? Like Friday we played against St. Mary's and those boys have a lot of club players and they pressed us and like my weak players they just they go into this mode of like they, they don't even look, they just like, uh, they just throw it. And uh, it's very frustrating. Then, then the good players get down on them. They get down on themselves and it becomes very unenjoyable. So that, that's what I wanted to talk for, to. Like, do you have any for everybody? Yeah, so exactly. Well, I, okay. So, um, so that I, I, my guess, what my guess having watched enough youth basketball, it was, it was going to be pressure. That's how the superior teams tend to press in, in, inferior teams and that's what happens that's what they um, did yeah. yeah and when we get to 15 points they back it off so th this is the other thing too is i i have my i have 10 players and i have two teams that are equal so i've i've dispersed the weak players amongst the good players and um so so like on friday after the half we were down by like 15 and so i said okay i'm gonna put my best team out there and we actually started coming back pretty right. pretty good. We we were pressing them. We got a bunch of steals, and we we cut it to ten, I think. And then my assistant coach, he's like, "You got to put the other team in." So I put the weak team in, and it just went went downhill again. So I think that's my struggle is like how. It, oh, and my good players they give up too. Like everybody just kind of. Well, it's a it's a hopelessness. So that's that's normal i mean teenage first of all middle school boys are a unique breed anyway yeah. um <laughs> it's like i always i always say middle school is like the um uh the black hole for uh education or the misfit toys living mm -hmm. middle school is hard hard yeah, for them, my mom hard for the teachers everybody it's hard yeah my um, parents were both high school teachers and my mom was forced to do middle school for a few years and she hated it i know uh I walked in, I walked, I student taught in it. And that was the last time I, that was 35 years ago. I student taught and that was it. Um, so those people are very, the teachers that do that. Oh my gosh. But okay. Yeah. So being the math person, a couple of things. First of all, I would spend a lot of time. 
on press breaks. Yeah. Um, and not dribbling it up. My guess is it's dribbling and bad passes that caused the problem. Well, I've been telling them, yeah, we, we do. So I've, I listened to your press break, um, yep. some of your press break videos. So there's the one where we have the, you know, that my, my number one taking it out, which is my son. Yep. And then um, sideline. So the sideline, you have you pull the bad players to the side, and then you have them come up, and then get it back to your son. But they probably trap him, and he has to be able to pass it to somebody. Is my guess. Yeah. So, well, actually, what I do is I is I have the two, my two and my three. They they screen, and and the and the two gets the ball in. Then I have the the four flash to the middle, and the idea was they pass to him, and then we have a three three on two break was the is thought. it is it is it man or zone press it's a it was a zone yeah it was a zone a zone so yeah so you got a diagonal cut work on those diagonal cuts so uh-huh. here's yeah, the, here's yeah. the question because i don't know your team um could three of your best so if i took three player could three players you have three competent in each of the groups that could break the press um like I say, I have five really. Five I have five so players one, total, so I could get three and one and two. So you and almost, the other. so you almost, because I think you can break a press decently with three people, especially mm-hmm. if it's a zone one. If it's a man, just clear out. And um, so what I'm thinking is, do they press the whole game or do they start? Yeah, well, pressing? they press until we get down by 15, and then they have to pull it back. So, so you almost need to do your substitutions in the sense that you've always got three of your top five in at any given time that's a good idea and and so so you almost got to come up with a spreadsheet like okay i got three yep. of my top five i'm putting two of the other ones in and yeah, then yeah, yeah. i and they just sub the weaker players sub the weaker players yeah and that you work that mathematical part so you've if you've got three four is mm-hmm. perfect but if you got three you can do it yeah um, that's a good idea Otherwise, if you're doing five and five, it's like yeah. but bad groups can happen. And first of all, this could be four of your five best five players and they're just off a little bit. And then you put mm-hmm. these in and it's like mm-hmm. it's snowballs. It just, yeah, it snowballs. And yep. the same thing with the top three. Like maybe, maybe you, you, you number them one through five, but one, two, and four are playing really well. And two mm-hmm. and five aren't – or three and five aren't playing as well. So then yeah. they maybe get a little bit quicker rotations. They still get half the time. Um, yeah, yeah. it's a little bit harder mathematically to make sure it's exactly 50 50. Yeah. Yeah. But, right. but you know, nobody's watching. Nobody's exactly. Coach. I mean, they're always I could get ready. away with, I, as a matter of fact, there's some coaches that don't really do that. And, um, and the thing is you could go to a number them, you go two, two, and then, then one, and then you could change the You could change the numbers. The next time it's, a, it's, you know, you number the bottom five, and then you rotate those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe mm-hmm. you put, maybe you always are substituting two, so you go one, two, one, two, three, four, five, mm-hmm. and then five and one go in, and then two and three go in, and then mm-hmm. so they're always going in. in but but always have three who can break the press. So it, have- yeah, so that's something because so then you would put in, let's say you got your number your top five, you go one, two, three. And then next time four, five, one go in, mm-hmm. and, then, and then you can play. This mm-hmm. sounds like my little league days when I had to get mm-hmm. everybody two innings and one at bat. You're like, you got to mm-hmm. figure out the mathematical because you don't want to put them in a bad situation either. It's a good it's no idea fun for that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so but even so, I will say that even um, you know we played 
in the holiday tournament, we played a club team, like they were a pure club team. And I even played like my best players against them. And um, it got to the point where like they, they couldn't, they couldn't pass the ball. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Like it, So, you know, I don't even know. I mean, at that point, it's just... Is there anything I could do about that? <laughs> and what do you mean they couldn't pass? They just threw it away or they just panicked? It just or... got frustrated. Yeah, like the mental game. Like, I don't know. Is there something to coach the mental game that uh, I could do? Do uh, So are they, I mean, how interested are they, first of all? Are all 10, like, interested? Like, they are uh, loving it. Yeah, they, I mean, the I do have um, a good group of boys who are loving it. Okay, yes, so so I would do I would I would tape I would tape your games, mm. and then have like a pizza party, and then make it ninety percent positive, ten percent critical. Yeah. And say, hey, what could we have done? And then what you do is you get them in a room, you feed them, and then you watch the game, or you you watch the game and then you feed them. It's probably better because um, it'll be more oh, attentive. Okay. And yeah, then yeah. <laughs> and then uh, and then what you do is you watch it and you and you stop it. And you, there's a turnover or something, and you call on someone and say, "Hey, what would you have done here?" Yeah. And you get up to the TV and go, "Like I would do this." And so th- they got to mentally be in that situation before it's like it's crisis for them. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, I just was in a car accident. What do I do? They don't. Exactly. I mean, yeah. They haven't experienced this, so it's it's panic. It's mm. more than anything. Um, if you had more than ten, I'd put more on defense. Um, you have an assistant coach that can play defense. <laughs> so, so what do you mean you'd put more on defense? I, so, I would put I would have five go versus six, five v six. So, I'd have five breaking the press versus six defenders. Mm. So, it feels yeah, it I do feels, have an assistant coach that could do that. Yeah, it's it feels worse, and it's like, wow. well, shoot, you already went against six. Yeah. Sometimes I'll throw seven up. Yeah, now, because yeah, in in practice, the um, they're very uh they look good in practice yeah you but the problem is you can't simulate what you're what's happening but but we don't but they're playing against each other and they're not as quick right they're not so the only way you can take care of quickness is 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 bodies now it won't it won't actually emulate what's happening in a game because there will be less space like offenses try to create space defenses try to take space away so you're what you're doing by putting an extra person is you're taking space away. So it's a little different than having five v five, but um, it's a mental thing. Like mm-hmm. oh, I can do this in six. Then when you call that thirty second timeout, you go, "We got this." Remember right, we doing right, in practice right. every day and coaching jumping in and we doing this against this is nothing. So slow down, don't dribble so much, keep your head up, pass the ball up. Um, and I tell them I'd rather have a ten second call than you throwing the ball away. Yeah, like yeah. I will never like. That's okay if you have right. to football it. We call it. We call it football. If you right. got to tuck it away, I'd rather you tuck it away. Right. You get and... back and play defense then, because the guess is mm-hmm. <laughs> from watching youth is they turn it over and then the other team gets a layup. Mm-hmm. Yep. And those are live ball turnovers, which are the worst turnovers you can have. 
Yes, we're getting that. Yes, you want dead. So you have to explain to them, this is a live ball. Then that would be the video thing. This is a live ball turnover. We don't want these. Mm-hmm. But we'd rather have a dead ball turnover where mm-hmm. you don't have a pass and you just tuck it. You mm-hmm. tuck it or I take a timeout. Mm-hmm. Then we can get back and play whatever defense we're playing. Yeah. It's harder for the other team to score. That's uh, a good idea. I like yeah. that. Yeah, because okay. they, and they don't think that way. They're thinking, oh, God, yeah. I got to get rid of the ball. I got to get rid of the ball. Yeah. I get rid of yeah. The ball. You know. So well, one of the struggles test? I have, yeah, one of the struggles I have is like my one of my better players, my tall guy. He never like he goes to every other practice, and I I even had like a team team meeting, and then the mom didn't show up to the team meeting. I had to call her like, "Hey, you gonna join us?" You know, and then she comes in, and then then she texts me, you know, ten minutes before practice, Moses is not going to be there. It's like okay. Um, and, and, and then, so I'll get eight at practice, you know, or I'll get so hard. somebody gets, somebody gets sick, you know, so it's seven at practice. And, and so it's like, there's no, like, so it's hard. First of all, it's hard as a teacher because you're teaching them this to have yeah. a lesson plan when you do that. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you could still work on press breaks. You could still work on offense. You just going to go three V four. Yeah. Like, okay, we're going to, we're going to, cause I don't know your, what kind of do you have side baskets? Or you only have one court this week. We only have one. Yeah, they, okay. they don't have side baskets. They don't have sides. So you, you know, then you might have to be, you know, I don't know, kind of figured out. Maybe you only play three quarter quarter, whatever it is. But something where you're. But just keep it. working it over and over again. Keep work every day. Every day you should be working on press breaks. Every yeah. day you should be teaching them. <laughs> and and this is the this is my theory. They can only remember two to three things ever. Yeah. Most teenage boys are goldfish. Like, oh my God. If you give them seven things, they will remember zero. Yeah. If you give them one, two, maybe three, if they're, they'll remember it. So if you're all you're talking about every practice is cutting and passing and blah, 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 they'll get that. And so you're saying that diagonal cut against a, against a press. Yes. So here, uh, let's, what time is it? Yeah. Okay. So let Are me. Are we doing uh, all right? Yeah, we're good. We got set. Uh, where's my screen share? Let me. Let uh, me this get is a, not going to be good because I don't have my. Let me get have, a piece of paper. I don't have. I'll send this to you too. I'll send this. Oh, to you. okay. Cool. Okay. So when you get the press break, so the ball goes here, and you pass it to let's say here, which is a bad spot to pass on the sideline. But anyway, let's say you pass it there, uh-huh. and what you want is you want so the defenders here. You want mm-hmm. diagonal cuts in front of the ball like this. Yeah, exactly. Because right. what happens is this player doesn't want to get beat deep. Mm-hmm. So they're never going to be on this end. They're always going to be mm-hmm. on this end. And that diagonal cut in front of the ball. Mm-hmm. So what I tell them is there's always three lanes that have to be filled with players. Mm-hmm. Always three. And one of them will always be open because if they double here, that means there's an extra player. So maybe this player fills here, this one fills the sideline, and then a player over here cuts into the middle. So mm-hmm. wherever you, that's why presses try to get you on the side of the court because there's only three places to pass, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. In the middle of the court, that's why when when, when we ideally want to catch it here because then we have all sorts of angles. You know, we can go back. And then got, do you have this guy like jump stop and look up? This guy? No, um, the guy that's that's uh, going diagonal. Yes, he when stops When he gets there. the ball. He, yep, he stops, he catches. And what I tell up. them is when you catch it, you always turn and look at the basket. 
and the, the no other ma- basket the, the, uh, the basket the you're going to you should always i refer to it ah. as peaking you should whenever you're running your offense you should always catch the ball and peek at the basket and i say this is selfish time because it's team sport but this is selfish time you grab it and you peek at the basket because you then you can see everything mm-hmm. right yeah. sometimes you're going to peek and you're going to shoot it because you're open but sometimes yeah. you're going to peek and see your friend cutting sometimes you're going to peek and you're going to see other people all over um that's what we want we want you to catch we want you to peek we want you to look because then they'll see the uh, you'll see the world as as it's at that point and they don't do that so the same thing when you get when you get pressed they Mm -hmm. panic i said grab it and Mm -hmm. peek at the basket and Mm -hmm. then i make a joke i said you're not going to take you know a 57 (laughs) footer but you never know might be the end of the game you have to but you should always peek and look because then you'll see who's open before they trap you mm-hmm. and then you'll see your friend cutting and you'll see that because what happens is they catch it and they like, they don't look up. They don't, yeah. they don't look up to see yeah. the world, the the courts at that point. And you, and you, do you make sure that um, everybody's in a spot before they start? Yes. Yes. Like and then, and then in a, in a press, you always want to be opposite. So if they're in a diamond and one, so one, two, one, one, then you want to be in a two, one, two. So you should always go opposite numbers. So if it's an odd, you're in an even. If it's an even, you're in an odd. Yeah. It's like a a one, three, one half court. You're going to be in a two, one, two. Yeah. You always go opposite. You always go opposite. And they get that. Like, hey, what are they doing? If if they're man pressing, just clear out. And if your guy, if your guy comes to double, Mm -hmm. then you got a diagonal cut. Because you're going to get the ball and score, then I tell them, and then that will make. How do you? What's what's the um, environment that you're teaching this these concepts? Like, are you are they all sitting and you're talking to them with a board and you're drawing? I do. I so, but I'm dealing with high school boys, so I do I do film sessions and then I do on. So I and I'm telling you, (laughs) I'm convinced COVID messed their brains. So I have to teach. I I mean, I will literally go through our zone defense 70 times probably before the end of the year because i keep refreshing it because they forget like yeah. so um yeah i had a boy playing man on friday when we were in zone yeah and i could not happen. get through his head yeah. yeah so so that's what so i always i always do and and again there's all sorts of different philosophies and there's all sorts of different ways of teaching i believe in like a quick review here's our one, two, two. Here's how we run that. Two minutes, 30 seconds, 45 seconds. Just a quick refresher, like I do in my class. It's called like a, a little warm-up we do. Just remember, this is how you do long division and synthetic division and blah, blah, blah. Whatever it is. Quick, quick thing. And then I let then I go live and let them do it. And then we break it down into small after that. Um, okay. but I just all oh, I I just from just purely observational. I like doing a quick review. And do you, do you have like a board? You do it on a board? Yeah, I'll do it on a board, but I do it as pieces too. Because again, you got to think about all the different types of learners. Some are auditory, some are visual. Yeah, yeah. So you have to do all of them. I, okay. I, I mean, I do, because that's why we have, a, we have notebooks. I mean, again, you don't have that time, but yeah. you want to do as many types of learning styles as you can. So I would do the whiteboard, but I would also mm-hmm. like move chess pieces so mm-hmm. they can see them because some of them will see that better on the court. Like, yeah. hey, where's what do we do when the ball goes here? Mm-hmm. And with my guys, we actually have discussions. Hey, coach, what do you think of this? Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to That's do good. here. Um, yeah. So you want to do those pieces? I think. 
is the big so, one. So yeah, I think at my next practice, and, and I know you have one minute, but yeah, my next practice, I'll probably yeah just sit them all down and go through press break. And I like the yeah odd versus even. Yeah, so and we'll they'll get that. that. They'll say, "Ooh, what are they in?" And then they can. That's simple enough to do it too. Because that's better than okay. You're here. You're here. You're here. You're here. You're here. It is. It is. That, what happens to you all of a sudden? Sub or someone's in foul trouble or someone's sick. Where am I? Where am I? Yeah, it's I, just I don't chaos. know. I only know these. I only yeah. know this spot. Now, two people only know that spot. It's yeah. just mass chaos, is what it right, is. Right. Right. Um, right. All right, hey everybody. Hope you enjoyed that. If you want to support us, you want to help us get the lights on here at teachups.com, go over, join 14 day free trial, and then stop the car, subscribe, like, Apple five star review. That would be good. All right, maybe have a good day. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. <laughs>